hello and welcome to the Lazy Sunday Show. I'm your host, Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, here it is. This is the podcast that I've been waiting for. I get to sell you on coming to Nova Scotia. I've been wanting to do this episode for a while, but I thought, you know what? I'm going to try and tell my international stories first, but enough is enough. Today, we're going to focus on my beautiful, amazing province of Nova Scotia. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. New Scotland, Nova Scotia in Latin. It is one of the most beautiful provinces, if not the most beautiful province in Canada. Yes, I am being very biased about this, but I have been to probably 80% of this province doing countless road trips with family, by myself, and with friends. And I have to say that even if I was not from Nova Scotia, there is this comfort zone that you get while you're here. There is so much natural beauty in Nova Scotia. If you can think of it, we probably have it. From beaches, to mountains, to hiking trails and forests, from national parks, to the big city feel. We pretty much have it all. Now, when it comes to the latter, the city feel, we really have two big hub cities, if you would. Halifax, which is the capital of Nova Scotia, and Sydney, not to be confused with Sydney, Australia. When I think of Nova Scotia, though, I think of the people. I think of the pace and how people are so laid back here because there's really not a lot to worry about. A lot of people come here to retire, and it's a great place to retire. Nova Scotia is one of the safest provinces in Canada. When it comes to overall tourism, people come here for the history. The town of Pictou, which is not too far from where I live, was one of the first places that European settlers landed. Pictou was discovered in the 1700s. So there's 300 years of history in Pictou alone. If you're looking at tourism for scenic routes, we have the famous Sunrise Trail and the Cabot Trail, which is my personal favorite. Think of it like this. You're driving along, and on the left, you have nothing but ocean. The Atlantic Ocean as far as you can see. And on the right, you're driving on the side of a mountain. Up and up as you continue to climb, at the very top, you hit the National Park, the Cape Breton Highlands. There you come to these roads that twist and turn and twist and turn, and you see a lot of wildlife. It's very common to see moose up there. And of course, moose are very connected with the stereotype of Canada. But that's not it. You can also go to the other end of Nova Scotia, to Briar Island, where it's very famous for its whale watching. 
you can go on a boat and watch the whales go swimming underneath you, going up above the water in the distance. And of course, puffins are very popular there as well. But as you're driving along the coast of Nova Scotia, you find these little communities. They're very small. They could be little fishing communities or just little towns in general. The people that live there are very gentle. They are very welcoming. They are very helpful and friendly. If you think of the term small town, you're describing most of Nova Scotia. Even in the city, people are generally helpful. When you think of tourist attractions, the Bay of Fundy, which has the highest tides in the whole world, people go whitewater rafting in the Bay of Fundy. Personally, I've not done that yet, but I think it would be really cool to try it. But overall, I've been around most of Nova Scotia, as far west as Briar Island, as far east as Sydney, as far north as Meat Cove, which has a population of maybe 30 or 40. I have not been to the most southern tip in Yarmouth. That region is the only place I have not been to, but from what I hear, it's a lot of small fishing communities It would still be cool to knock that off of my bucket list, though. I mentioned before different cities, and of course we have Halifax, which is our capital. But within Halifax, there's the HRM. You have have the city of Dartmouth, which is right across from Halifax. There's Cole Harbour, where some famous hockey players like Sidney Crosby, Nathan McKinnon are from. You have the biggest shopping malls in Nova Scotia with the Micmac Mall and the Halifax Shopping Centre. But then if you live on Cape Breton Island, you have Sydney, which is not as popular by comparison to Halifax, but it's still the main hub. People go to Sydney when they need things. That's where the main hospital is. That's where the main shopping centres are. In these communities, they rally behind their teams. They rally behind their sports. Halifax has the Halifax Mooseheads, and Cape Breton has the Screaming Eagles, two very prestigious teams in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League, which is essentially two levels from the NHL. But with that all being said why I think Nova Scotia is the most beautiful place in Canada. I feel like it's a mixture of the scenery and the people. Sure, Alberta has amazing Rocky Mountains. It's super beautiful out there. Again, I've been there. It's really beautiful. But I also think that Nova Scotia is more diverse because we have the Atlantic Ocean. When my brother came to visit for the first time, Coming from Ontario, they never been to the ocean before. And for me, that blew my mind. I thought, I live 10 minutes away from the ocean, and they've never been in the ocean before. In fact, we brought like frisbees and games to play on the beach. 
they ended up using the frisbees to catch crabs and even a jellyfish. Like this for them was very different while everybody else was kind of looking at them like they were kind of crazy. Like, hey, it's just crabs. Like, it's no big deal. But for them, it was so outstanding. And speaking of my brother, he had the intentions last time of coming down to visit the very mysterious Oak Island. Now, Oak Island, I have a general knowledge of it. There was some buried treasure on Oak Island. And people have tried so many times to try to find this. And in fact, they tried so many times that the land would collapse. And people that were down in these holes trying to dig this treasure got killed. So now they have a specific team that is trying to find this buried treasure. And this is what my brother wanted to see. And the family wanted to see it as well. So we took the trip down. We weren't allowed across the little causeway to go onto the island itself. But to see the joy on their faces of being like, holy smokes, like we're here. It was also really humbling as well, because it's something that I never saw before. Now in Nova Scotia, there's essentially one highway, the Trans-Canada Highway, but it breaks off into different branches. You can go north to the province of New Brunswick. You can head east to Cape Breton or even Antigonish, which is a very historical town that has St. Avex, which is one of the oldest universities in Nova Scotia. You can head south to Halifax, Dartmouth, along with Peggy's Cove, which is another fantastic place to go. And then you can go west to... The Valley, as it's called, like Kentville, Windsor. You keep on going further, you'll eventually go to Yarmouth. As long as you follow that highway, you're going to find adventure. And right in the middle of Nova Scotia is the town of Truro. And once you reach Truro, you can pretty well go in any direction. It's like the center of Nova Scotia. Going back to Peggy's Cove. I also went there for the first time when I did a tour around Nova Scotia with my friend Saloni. She's originally from India, but moved to Toronto. And we met a couple of times in Toronto, but it was the first time for her to come to the Maritimes. So when I first picked her up at the airport, we're driving along and the first stop was going to be Cape Breton. And she said, where's the traffic? And I said, this is the traffic. There was maybe 20 cars on the highway. And she said, no, this is not traffic. Like, this is nothing. I've never seen a place with like as little traffic as this. And I told her, just wait till we get to where I live. And we stopped off at my house. She had a chance to see my dogs for the first time. Uh, which she was joking, I think, and saying that she wanted to see the dogs more than me. But uh, I don't blame her. The dogs are pretty great. But as we drove around the Cabot Trail and stayed in Sydney, going to this really cool Irish pub in downtown Sydney, 
she was really getting this feel of the East Coast lifestyle, how laid back it was, how friendly the people were. And as we drove back to Halifax and eventually to Peggy's Cove, a place where, again, this was the first time I went there, it was so memorable to sit on the rocks and just look out at the ocean. It was a very foggy day, a little bit of rain, but the lighthouse was still on and just the atmosphere, the ambiance was just so, so memorable. We stayed there for probably close to 30 or 40 minutes, just sitting there listening to the waves crash up against the rocks. It's definitely one of the memories that has stuck with me. But then this was not the first time I did a road trip with a friend. The first week that I had my full license, me and one of my very good friends, Tim, we decided to go on a road trip to Cape Breton. And I thought, okay, I've been to Cape Breton multiple times. My father is from there. I've been every which way. This is going to be easy. I learned very, very early that when it comes to directions, I'm not that great at them. So we drove towards Cape Breton. And as we crossed the Canso Causeway, which connects Cape Breton Island with mainland Nova Scotia, there is this roundabout. And there are three exits. One that essentially takes you on the east side. One takes you straight up the middle, and the other takes you along the west side of Cape Breton Island. Now, we took the wrong turn, and we went straight up the middle. And as we're driving, I'm thinking, okay, we need to arrive in this little town called Shetty Camp. But we kept on seeing different signs of different places. We did not have GPS back then. We had the old school map. And we were heading right straight up the middle, the complete wrong direction. So we took a shortcut, cut across, and landed in Shetty Camp. We were trying to find a hotel, but everything was closed except one. And the lady was outside having a smoke when we pulled up and said, excuse me, we're trying to find a hotel. And she said, you're lucky. I was just about to close my doors. So we went in. We got settled, and just like that, we were on the right way. Now, as the trip went on, we had the infamous lost phone story where essentially we were stopping at every pull-off area to take pictures. Tim thought he forgot his phone at one of the stops, but as we were driving back, he realized that they were in the potato chip bag Needless to say, I was pretty upset because we lost a lot of time, but water under the bridge. We also stopped off in Meat Cove, which we had friends from there. And although the community is very small, the nature was just so beautiful. They had these cliffs that just dropped off right into the Atlantic Ocean. There was beautiful beaches there that we spent every day just walking along. It was truly amazing. But one of the highlights, I guess, of that would be on the way back when we're driving on the Cape Breton Highlands. I swear I thought there was a moose statue as you're driving by. 
but it's early in the morning. It's foggy. I'm driving. Tim is in the back seat with our friend, and he says, Moose, 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 and he's screaming Moose, and I finally click in like, oh my God, there's a moose on the road. And normally you're supposed to hit the brakes. You shouldn't try to speed up because the moose will essentially hit your car, stand up and walk away. And your car could look like a squished tin can. I panicked. I hit the gas. I looked through the window to my left and all I could see was legs. I was scared to no end. We arrived in the next town went to Tim Hortons, just calmed ourselves down, like, oh my god, we almost died. It's these memories that really make Nova Scotia so special for me. Of course, we've had trips to Halifax to visit one of my other great friends, Aaron, because now he lives there. So we've had some funny adventures going there, exploring the city of Halifax, and uh, even just having great times at his house. One of the most memorable ones was when we went to the sports bar. And there was a big group of us, I think about 10. And there was about five in each vehicle. But a few people had some pre-drinks, and they were pretty drunk by the time we got there. So my group arrived, and we walked in. As the bouncer was asking for ID, my friend Mason reached into his pocket. And as he reached in, he started to tip backwards And luckily, my friend David stopped them from falling. And just like that, we had to leave. He said, you're a little bit too drunk. So at this point, I was pretty upset. And one of the other guys in the other vehicle was just as drunk as him. So I thought, you know what? I'll drop them off and come back. So I dropped them off. I saw them walking up to the door of the apartment building that the guy was living in. And just sped off. I should have stayed because apparently he forgot the key in the apartment and Mason's phone was dead. So they had no way of communication. This is like February. So we're having one of the worst blizzards in a long time. Of course, everybody else goes to the sports bar. We're having a blast, a great time. But as we will go back, we realized that door is still locked so tim who was also living there at the time opened it up we saw the phone of his roommate but no keys no nothing so we thought oh god where can they be so we split up into a couple vehicles and a couple people stayed at the apartment we're driving around again it's a snowstorm and we're just trying to backtrack so we go to one one bar and we asked them hey have you seen these two guys and they said yeah actually they left like an hour and a half ago they left like an hour and a half ago okay perfect where do they go i don't know they went that way so we headed in that direction and we pulled up to this uh grocery store a 24-hour grocery store we didn't realize that there was a rave that went on that night as well. So we had about a hundred people dressed in all white shorts and t-shirts in the middle of this blizzard. And we're here trying to find our two drunk friends. There are people that were drunk out of their mind, 
They probably had people that were on some sort of drugs. I remember walking down one of the aisles and a guy was staring at a box of craft dinner for like five minutes. I didn't time him, but I figured he was there for a while and people were having like mental breakdowns and crisis and stuff like that. And we're just like essentially pushing people out of the way, like get out of the way. We're looking for our friend. So at this point we're really nervous. It's like 2 AM can't find them. We're driving around and we, go to this gas station and lo and behold, we find both of them eating chips outside of the convenience store. They walk over to the car. Hey guys, what's going on? And I say, get in the car. And they both quickly got in the car and I said, what the hell happened? And Mason said, well, he forgot it. Like the roommate, he forgot his keys. So we thought we'd go drinking some more so they walked down to the bar that wasn't too far from the apartment then they played some pool bet some money lost some money so then they got hungry and they went for snacks at the convenience store needless to say i was relieved to find them but also stressed to the max there are so many stories that i could tell about my time in nova scotia from the couple of camping trips that I went to Aaron's house. Aaron's family lives on a farm and they have this annual camping trip where there's this big hill right behind their house that they drive up to. They have this big flat area. You can set your tents up. They have a camping fire there, outhouses. Uh, I haven't been there recently because I'm not going to lie. I've been flaking a lot, but from the times that I've been there, it was really fun. And even to my own little parties that I've had at my house, even when we were in high school, we'd set up the tents and things like that. But I really appreciate the people, my friends. Although life has been crazy, especially this year with the coronavirus, staying in touch is very vital and Even last week, me and a few of the guys got together and we played golf. And when it comes to doing things like that, like playing golf or going to play pool, even just going out to our favorite bars and restaurants, that's the Nova Scotia feeling for me. To be with your friends, hanging out on a patio, just having laughs, making memories. And when you come to Nova Scotia, there's no doubt in my mind, you'll meet some new friends and some lifelong friends at that. So hopefully I sold you on Nova Scotia. I really tried my best to spice it up. But and honestly, just look at the pictures. Look at the pictures on Instagram, on Google. It's just honestly one of the most beautiful places I can think of in Canada. So with that being said, we're all out of time for today. If you have any questions about Nova Scotia, don't be afraid to reach out to me. And although I've been so fortunate to have people host me while I'm traveling, I may not be able to host you right now because I still live with my parents, but I will definitely find a way of finding a host for you or a great place that you can stay 
so I can show you around my beautiful part of Canada. This is Thomas signing off. Please stay safe. Remember to wash your hands and have an amazing day.